720 WGN. Kim Parker is with us, Director of Social Trends and Research at the Pew Research Center, talking about the modern American family. They're, they, According to this, 40% of Americans say they're pessimistic. Well, a quarter say they're optimistic. It's it's obviously a complicated topic, but Americans are more pessimistic than op- optimistic when it comes to the institution of marriage and family. That is what we know it as. Kim, thanks for joining us today. What prompted the research project? Uh, well, thanks so much for having me. This is just a topic that we've been studying for years now. We've been kind of watching the American family evolve and change and gauging how the public is reacting to some of those changes. And as you pointed out, we did find sort of a very complicated, nuanced set of opinions about a pretty complicated topic. And of course, you ask people about their views about what has in the past been identified as a traditional family, meaning a husband and wife versus a same-sex couple versus a single parent. Break down what you found out for us. Sure. Yeah, we did. We asked about a whole variety of family living arrangements, and we asked people how acceptable they thought certain arrangements were. And we had, I guess, about seven or eight that we asked about. And there's a baseline of support for a variety of different living arrangements. So most Americans say it's acceptable. You know, a husband and wife raising their own children together is acceptable. And a majority also say a married gay or lesbian couple raising children together is acceptable. But there are differences of opinion in terms of the strength or the, you know, how acceptable these things are. So by far the most acceptable is the husband and wife raising children together. 90% of the public said that's completely acceptable. And then you find lower levels of acceptable acceptability for say, a single parent raising children on their own, 60% say that's completely acceptable. And then if we go down a little further, we can see that gay or lesbian couples raising children, the public is less likely to say that those arrangements are completely acceptable, even though a majority still finds them at least somewhat acceptable. Yeah, I think 66% is pretty acceptable, and it seems like more people are accepting of that than a single parent raising children. Yeah, well, um, am I reading that right or am I reading that wrong? Yeah, a single, a single parent raising children. Yes. So a married gay or lesbian couple who choose not to have children, that arrangement is viewed as somewhat more acceptable than a single parent raising children. Yeah. But when we asked about gay or lesbian couples raising children, whether they were married or not, that's where we found sort of little less you know, lower levels of acceptance for those arrangements. And and these opinions vary a lot by age and by party identification and ideology. So young adults are much more accepting of a whole variety of different living arrangements, not surprisingly because they've grown up in an era where the family is more diverse. Exactly. And they are our future. So there are future lawmakers and people who will shape the world that they will live in. So it looks like the changes will be embraced. Among people over the age of 65, you find that they're less tolerant. Their views are much different than those between the ages of 18 and 29 when it comes to families that look different than what they thought was the ideal when they were raised. Is that a fair assessment? Exactly. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is just exposure, experience, what your, you know, what what your normal was growing up. And when we asked people what factors shaped the way that they think sort of what what factors shaped what you make thinks a good what you think makes a good family everybody regardless of age said well my experience in my own family so if you think of older adults 
back in the 1960s and 70s, the norm really was a married couple raising children together, a married husband and wife raising children together. And for young people today, they've grown up in a variety of different living arrangements. And so that's definitely shaped the way that they see these changes and their level of acceptance for them. Kim Parker is from the Pew Research Center. We're talking about people's idea of the modern American family. If you talk about marriage, you have to talk about divorce. How are people, mm-hmm. how, do, how does it break down when they view divorce? I know you asked them if unhappy couples should stay in a bad marriage. Right. And what we found there was that people are more, a majority of Americans say that unhappy couples tend to stay in bad marriages for too long. said that, and 43% said that they tend to get divorced too quickly. Interestingly, we found that men are more likely than women to say that unhappy couples split up too quickly. And again, here we saw that there were differences by age. So younger adults were among the most likely to say that unhappy couples stay together too long. You also asked about Americans and open marriages, Uh, meaning is it okay to date when you're married is it okay to have sex with someone that you are not married to what were the stats on that we did ask about that and i thought those findings were really interesting we've never asked about that before but we found there that um half of Amer- half of all adults so 50 percent, said that marriages where both spouses agree that they can date or have sex with other people are unacceptable A third said that these marriages are acceptable, which is a pretty high number. But again, the young adults really stood out here. So 51% of 18 to 29-year-olds said that they believe open marriages are acceptable. That's interesting. I've got a Mm 22-year-old. I can't wait to ask him what his response is to that. Not that he's (laughs) married, but uh, it is interesting that that demographic, 51%, of 18 to 29-year-olds say open marriages are acceptable. And one last thing before I let you go. Um, In all families, we assume that it is our job to be the caretaker for our parents when they age. I know that's an issue you addressed. What what did the research show? Yeah, so we did ask about the extent to which people should care for their aging parents. And then we asked about the extent to which parents should be supporting their young adult children. And we have found this in previous surveys as well, where the public really believes that people have a responsibility to care for their elderly parents, whether it's providing caregiving or financial assistance. But when it comes to providing support for your adult children, you know, the public's much less likely to say that's a responsibility. So they might think, yeah, that's nice to do or an option, but you shouldn't feel obligated to support your adult children, whereas especially the caregiving for aging adults is something that most of the public is is firmly on board with. Is there anything else that stood out in this project to you that you went, oh my gosh, I didn't see that coming? Well, the, the other really interesting thing was we had a question where we asked what factors, you know, what's most important to people in living a fulfilling life? And we put some things in there that have to do with family life and some things that are completely separate from family life. So what we found there was that people were much more likely to say that having a job you enjoy or having close friendships is extremely important to live a fulfilling life. Majorities, large majorities pointed to those factors. But only about one in four said that being married or having children was extremely important for living a fulfilling life. So there was a real separation there between jobs and friends versus these, you know, family-related items. 
And we also asked about having a lot of money, and that ranked lower around the same the same importance as family, as um, marriage and, and being a parent. So I thought that was pretty interesting that people place so much emphasis on job satisfaction in particular in terms of what makes for a fulfilling life. Interesting. And everybody can see this project just by going to pewresearch.org, right? Absolutely. Yep. And all kinds of breakdowns by different demographic groups. And as I mentioned, there are big differences by party ID on a lot of these things. So there's a lot you can dig into there. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. That is Kim Parker from the Pew Research Center. Uh, Coming up next, Adderall. You know somebody on it? Well, there tends to be a shortage again. We'll talk to a clinical pharmacist at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Uh, That comes up after the news. From Lauren Lapcon, 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.